Today on the Summers Off podcast, we're going pantless. This is the Summers Off Podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Jules. And I'm Mal. And I'm a SPED teacher. And I'm a Gen Ed teacher. So welcome to the Summers Off Podcast, the show for all of you August to May schoolaholics taking the summers off to rest, re-energize, and get up and do it all over again next year. We're talking about teacher life inside and outside the classroom and what it's like to live as an educator all year round. It's not just for teachers, but also paraprofessionals, administrators, and anyone who calls school their home away from home. So grab a room temperature cup of coffee and settle in with the The Summers Off Podcast. Today we are pantless, and that's not because we're on a Zoom meeting, which, for the record, I never went pantless on a Zoom meeting. Me neither. But we are taking on goals that scare our pants off. Ah, what a good subject to talk about. And I never went pantless either on Zoom. But we've all seen that funny video on Facebook where that lady (laughs) took her computer for Mm. some reason with her. Into the bathroom? Into the bathroom. So that's what we mean by pantless. Yeah, and there was, I think there was a meteorologist uh, also what? who, uh, he. Oh, yeah, he's in his boxers. Oh, I think you could, I think maybe they were like bike shorts or something. I don't know, but I saw another one that I think was like a radio co host that were on a Zoom meeting. Uh huh. And then he got up to walk away and he was still on the video and they were all laughing, but. He, I guess, had earbuds plugged in so we couldn't hear them laughing. So they had to call him and be like, we see you in your underwear. Uh, I think people who are in the world of radio are also out of touch with what it is to be visually present. (laughs) That's true. Also. Now that they've started making YouTube videos of them, Mm -hmm. like, talking, I just always think, like, that's not how I imagined them to look when I hear their voice. Yeah, I'm always reticent if I like uh, hearing someone who's on the radio I'm or on a podcast. I'm reticent to look at their photo because it's like that weird thing they did on a on like a late night show where they'd have like a picture of the president and then they just had like this little pair of lips saying stuff and it just it's <laughs> disturbing. So, yeah, it's disturbing. It's it's <laughs> a, it doesn't mesh. In my brain. So during Get Your Virtual Teach On, uh, Wade and Hope King had a session about making big goals. And they talked about how fleas can jump really high. I looked it up and it's like eight inches high. And that's uh, 150 times their own height. So me at five foot six, that would translate to me being able to jump. 825 feet into the air. Wow. I can't get past that analogy because I'm just thinking about how disgusting fleas are. I was thinking about... The fact that they can jump on me Mm. from however far away, that is terrifying. Yeah, and they don't fly. They just jump. They just jump. And it's it's the opposite of lice because I remember taking... (laughs) Yeah, it's like if you think of fleas being gross... Every teacher, anytime you talk about lice, they start scratching their head. It's gross. So uh, I took this kid to be deloused uh, down to the <laughs> nurse, 
And the nurse had her little comb, and she was going through, and I was watching, and there were some fat suckers in there. And <laughs> Mallory's about to throw up right now. <laughs> there, were, but she would just she just had a little cup, and she'd comb them out, and then put them in the little cup. So unlike fleas, lice will just stay in a little cup. They don't jump at all; they just crawl like the little demons they are. So think about how close you have to be to someone's head to get lice. Now this is going on a completely different topic. (sighs) (sighs) You literally have to touch someone's scalp with your scalp to get it. Don't don't be touching other kids' scalp with your scalp, okay? Okay, anyway. Back to goals. (laughs) Back to goals. Uh, But they said it does no good to put a flea in a jar with no lid because it can jump so high. And so they talked about taking the lid off of your dream jar and not limiting what you can do by minimizing your goals. Uh, Don't just make goals that you are comfortable with. You are a powerful little flea. (laughs) Thank you so much. (laughs) So it reminded me of, people don't really talk about this anymore but back in the day it was Jim Collins who started with the bee hags making bee hags and those are those big hairy audacious goals and they're the goals that you are not comfortable with and as a as an example uh, they talk about JFK John F Kennedy And uh, how in 1961, he made this big, hairy, audacious goal. He didn't minimize or qualify his goals. He didn't say, let's try to beef up the space program. He made a big, hairy, audacious goal of putting the man on the moon by the end of the decade. Now, he said that in 1961. And guess when it happened? It happened in 1969. How'd you know that? Reading off of our notes. (laughs) Yeah, it happened in 1969. So right at the end of the decade. By the way, JFK was killed in 1963. So that goal actually. Yeah, poor guy. Didn't see his goal come through. But he had such faith that we would reach that goal. I think that, that he did. He could see it. Yeah. Right. So... It, it reminds me of a story about Walt Disney, and Walt Disney had this this incredible vision, and Walt Disney World was uh, supposed to open, but Walt Disney died, and he never saw that dream realized, and a reporter got in his brother's face and said, isn't it a shame that Walt Disney isn't here to see this huge accomplishment? And Roy said, well, you obviously don't know my brother because he saw this accomplished. Right. And that was, that's an incredible conviction of being able to meet your goals. So some big goals I have pursued, I would say teaching in general was a big goal that I achieved, uh, you know, graduating college and then getting a job at a school I really loved and that, that I really wanted to be at. And now I feel like teaching is still my big goal. Like my big goal is to be very versed, very 
um, efficient when it comes to teaching and just being able to rattle off a lesson just like veteran teachers do. So I guess my big goal right now is just perfecting the art of teaching. Yeah. And also another big goal that scares my pants off, I guess this podcast kind of scares my pants off a little bit. Yeah. Well, it's like kind of crazy talking for people to hear me. First of all, I know my voice sounds like a mouse. Okay. I know it. Shut up. (laughs) That's rude. Anyway, so putting yourself out there to be talking about things and then you never know what people are going to say about it. You know, maybe they'll say, oh, she just thinks she's an expert at everything. I don't think that. But I'm not experts. Yeah, we're not. But I do like being able to tell people about things that I've learned from experience. And I want to be able to be someone in my profession that other people can go to and ask questions. So shout out to the mentor teachers. Whoop, whoop. Shout out to the mentee teachers. Yeah. And, yeah, I think uh, you're here as someone who's kind of on at the beginning of your journey and someone who uh, it, it's like a... You're going through Candyland, and you've just started the game, and all of a sudden people are throwing pies at your head. Or all of a sudden you get to one of those little ladder things, and then you, like, skip a bunch of places. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's right, because uh, you've really... Speaking of Candyland, I would always strategically put... What was that queen's name? Queen Candy. I don't, I don't no, know. No, that's King oh, Candy. Oh, Sugar Plum... Anyway, I would, sugar I would strategically place her in the pile, like if I found her card. Oh, get out. Or sometimes I'd hide her under, <sighs> like, the table, and then I'd have her, like, a magic trick in my hand, like, in my, like, wedge between my fingers. Slide and then I'd hand. And then I'd act like I would, like, you know, take it off the top. But really, I've had it the whole time. You know, do you know that it's such a greater accomplishment to master sleight of hand than it is to actually just go through this candy land where you're just picking cards and What's moving. What's name? Is it? Oh, it's Princess Lolly. Princess no, Lolly. No, 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 no. What She's is not it? a queen. Well, and no, also it's Queen Frostine. This Ooh. this blue lady right here. So is Princess Remember Lolly. Her? Okay, yeah. That's kind of I think that's the 90s uh Oh yeah, the I mean, 90s that's illustration. only one I played. Hello. I was a, a classic, classic Candyland. I yeah. only accept classic Candyland artwork. Yeah. Anyway, this is off topic, but I do. I did just want to say, I cheat in Candyland. Oh, cheated. You're in just it. like your father. Yeah. <laughs> Any, I don't understand people who could cheat at games and still feel the same level of joy as you would. With if you actually legitimately won, this is my brother. He will, he will cheat and still feel great about himself. Well, yeah, because it's like I'm victorious. What is it? It's a, the adrenaline rush of not getting caught. Oh my cheating gosh. in games. <sighs> anyway, I just take it to the games level. Okay, don't cheat in other aspects. I don't like claw, claw my way to the top. So one of the things that scares my pants off right now is that I was asked to write curriculum, and that just completely scares my pants off because 
I feel like I am inexperienced. This is my first time writing curriculum. And also I'm afraid that it's going to disrupt the comfort of my summer vacation and and we'll cut off that that summer vacation relaxation. Um, And like you, when you said yes to doing this podcast, uh, I didn't have very much time to say yes or no to the curriculum, but I prayed about it and it immediately, I immediately had a piece about it and a feeling of, yes, this is what I'm supposed to do because it is uncomfortable, but there's so much to gain. I feel like I'm going to gain a much better understanding, like you said, of it being just just my second language to know those teaks, know the curriculum, and always have it just right there uh, in my brain. Uh, no technology better, searching for new resources. I like to, you know, just just glom onto one uh, resource and, and try to just pick it to death to make it work for everything. And so this is pushing me out no matter how comfortable or uncomfortable I am. The writing curriculum is going on. The deadline is there. So I'm, it's scaring my pants off. I am, I'm only wearing physical pants right now. (laughs) Thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not wearing emotional pants or mental (laughs) pants because they've been scared off by this challenge that I've accepted. I mean, that does seem, that seems very, uh, not daunting, but it just it seems daunting. like over. It seems like I would be overwhelmed at just the thought of of creating curriculum that every other person can look at and scrutinize. Mm-hmm. But they chose you for a reason because you're good. So it's okay. Yes, yes, yes. You speak <laughs> truth. Uh, yeah, but, you know, it, it's just, and I'm letting it get bigger and bigger in my brain and kind of letting the fear and uh, grow because I'm not just diving into it yet. And another goal I have is to make physical activity and healthy eating a habit in my life, which I know that I've been talking about this probably since episode one, but it just goes to show that it's like a work in progress and it's something that you have to stick to all the time. It's not just a little fad that you can do. <sighs> like, not a little summer project. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not looking to make it a summer project. But, you know, we all have those times where we kind of fall off the wagon for a little bit. What like, is this wagon? That, <laughs> I mean, it's so dangerous. Everyone is falling off of this wagon and I know. getting on. The wagon like, of life. Maybe they need to, yeah. Maybe I need call. a seatbelt. Maybe there's something wrong with the wagon. Hmm. Maybe the wagon has a wobbly wheel. Wagon wobbly we, wheel. Another and when lesson a, in alliteration brought to you by <laughs> the Summers Off podcast. When we hit a bump of life, we just fall off. That's right. Yeah. When I hit, I don't know what made me fall off, but I spent like two weeks just sitting on my couch watching Netflix. Okay. So, yeah, health and physical activity. It's one of those things that I do not like because... You don't do it and it's done. Right. Like it's, oh gosh, it's like taking a shower or making your bed. Or they're all good things for you. Or gardening. I can never get into gardening. 
because it's just constant watering. I want, I want to work out, and that is done in my life. And then immediately see the fruits of your labor. I kind of want to be not the main character in a movie, but I want to be like a main character's 50-year-old sister who walks in the kitchen and says, hey, how is it going? And like puts her sunglasses down and she's got a bag of groceries. It's all produce and she's wearing her it's yoga like a outfit. reusable grocery bag. Yeah, and, and she's got on yoga outfit that she is in because she just finished a yoga class. And, like, that's just her life. Yeah. I'm like, maybe if I put on this yoga outfit, I will go and do something. But a lot of the times it's just my lounging. Lounging clothes. Why are yoga clothes so comfortable? I know. To sit on your couch. Yoga's hard also. Just I'll have you know, it's very hard. Yeah. I don't particularly like it because it's very demanding and you're also not doing anything. You're just standing in a pose and it's... I like yoga and I like the mindfulness piece Mm -hmm. of yoga and I like the stretching part of yoga and I like the strength training too but that makes like my body shake so... Mm -hmm. Make your body rock. (laughs) Poses. This reminds me of Yes Man. Did you ever watch that movie? With Jim Carrey? Yep. My favorite Grinch. Jim Carrey, my favorite Grinch, is in Yes Man, and I always really liked uh, this movie when I was younger, and it really reinforces this power of saying yes to opportunities, and I think that so many um, self-help or personal growth books talk so much about Loving yourself by saying no, like setting those boundaries and saying no to people. But there are a lot of people who need to be saying yes a lot more. That was me when you asked me to do this podcast. I didn't really put much thought into my answer. I just knew that you were really excited. And so I said yes. I was jazzed. Then you were jazzed. I was jazzed then. And I'm still Wait, are jazzed. You jazzed now? I'm still jazzed. <laughs> But it's weird. I get I get like a little nervous before every episode. Mm-hmm. But then when I'm here talking, it's fine. Yeah, I'm jazzed again. Jazzed. jazzed once more. Jazzed again. But well, I mean, it's like when you get on the roller coaster and you're excited and you're jazzed and you're in line, and then you get on the roller coaster and it starts to go up and you need to pee so bad. <sighs> you have I love that like I need to pee. I need to pee. But then as soon as you are over that first hill. You don't need to pee anymore. You're just having fun. Or maybe you did pee. You peed a little. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you peed a little. And all the people waiting at the (laughs) underneath Yeah, and you would never know, especially if you do Splash Water Falls or whatever that one is at Six Flags where you go into that giant lake. Yeah, nobody knows you peed on everybody. (laughs) But then you get off the ride and you don't need to go to the bathroom. They're like, okay, Julie, you really needed to pee. Do you do you uh, want to go to the bathroom? No, I'm fine. It's fine. You start all over again. Next I love ride. roller coasters. Gotta pee. And now for a segment we like to call, What Are You Watching? I'm watching The Politician on Netflix. And the Politician? Yes, The Politician. It's pretty funny. 
And okay. it's about this guy in high school. This guy's name is Peyton. And he really wants to become the president of the United States. But he's in high school. So he's already thinking about all the steps he needs to take to become president. Okay. So he wants to be as an adult. He doesn't want to become like the world's uh, youngest president at 18, right? No, he wants to he's making sure that he's his class president. He's making sure that he marries his high school sweetheart even though oh. that's they don't actually have feelings for each oh, other. Oh no. But he's putting on this image and he's making sure his image looks really good from the time he leaves high school. I guess because He's seen all the scandals that presidents have been through. Mm-hmm. So Sounds like he's setting himself up for a scandal. Yeah. But it's really funny. And it's got Ben Platt from Pitch, Pitch Perfect. Perfect and Jessica Lang, my queen, from American Horror Story. Yeah. She's the best. She's so she's so good in it. She and plays Big Fish. I loved her in Big Fish. She plays a lady who is compare comparable to uh Gypsy Blanchard's mom. <gasps> oh, that's good. So I'll I'll let you guys figure that out. But Ooh. it's very entertaining. But I've just started it. So I'm only in like season three of... Or no, I'm only on episode three of season one. Oh, okay. That's a big difference. Yeah. So yeah, I really like it so far. Okay, cool. It is politicky, which I'm not that into, but... Mm-hmm. Entertainment, nonetheless. Yeah, it's still it can still be entertaining. Politics is probably like last thing on my list of things I like to talk about, but you can still have really entertaining uh, stories about politics. Right. Well, cool. All right, so you would recommend it as of now? Um, I don't know. I don't know if I'd recommend it because it's kind of inappropriate. Oh, okay. So maybe that means inappropriate. Yeah. So. <laughs> Give me, ask me next week. A lot of scandal. Ask me next week. Because you really flip-flopped on Riverdale. Yeah, I was was like, oh, Riverdale. And then I'm like, meh, Riverdale. Riverdale. I I just don't know where they took it. I just don't know. Anyway, (sighs) what are you watching? What am I watching? Okay, so I'm watching Making It. And Making It is so much fun. This is its second season. It's like one of those competition shows, uh, but it's for crafters. And these people are incredible at crafting. And so it's uh, hosted by Amy Poehler and Nick Offerman, both from Parks and Rec. They make it so much fun. And it's uh, the judges are Simon Doonan and Dana Johnson, who I believe is a... Um, an expert over Etsy. And she's a crafting expert. Simon Doonan is a fashion expert and design expert. And it's all these experts. So it they use so many tools. They're incredible at construction. And they're just always thinking out of the box for design. It's just if you love crafting or designing, anything like that, it's so much fun. Uh, to watch. And there's even one guy on there uh, who's so inspirational. He's 19. And so he's just this young guy who was really bullied in high school. And he uh, he really got into crafting and doing uh, artistic things to cope with being bullied and being ostracized in his school. And it's just such a cool, fun um fun show and even though 
they're really skilled at being able to use all these different kinds of tools. There are always uh, projects that they have that you feel like, okay, I could totally do that. And so it's just super fun and really it just makes you happy. It's, it's a good show for teachers because yeah. teachers oh, are yeah. crafters. Yes, absolutely. And I wouldn't say I'm so much of, of a crafter, but, crafty I, crew. but I just like making things work for multiple purposes. So I guess I'm crafty in that kind of way. I'm mm. not making like decor, but I just like to make things that wouldn't necessarily, you, would, you wouldn't think of. That yeah. it could work for something. I try to make it have multiple uses. So I guess I'm crafty in that way. Well, and also I think as teachers, you know, you can you can approach something and say, you know, this uh, this activity is going to really pinpoint this state standard that you need to teach. And I'm always going to say, okay, is it also cute? Yeah. <laughs> Does it have like non-primary colors like are they neon because i don't do primary colors really oh no i, I like, do not I, I like a primary color just like so fun i mean i just like them to be a little bit a little bit neon yeah yeah the palette i like those astro bright colors you know what i'm talking about mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah i like a that's my color palette for my room i like a carnival palette <laughs> Yeah, that is primary colors. Yeah, but I also like lots of textures and things. I just love anything that's colorful. And, uh, you know, you can you can give a kid the same worksheet. And whether or not it has a picture of a Paw Patrol dog at the top, that will change the whole thing exactly. for the kid. Exactly. <laughs> the clip art matters. Yes, clip art counts. The Summer's Off podcast is produced by Albie Robles Voice. Thanks for joining us on the Summer's Off podcast. I'm Jules. And I'm Mal. Do you have any questions? Because we have questions for you. Find us on Instagram at Summer's Off Podcast or visit our Facebook page to join the conversation. We want to know your thoughts and opinions about this crazy life we've chosen inside and outside of the classroom. Enjoy your summer break and tune in for next week's episode of the Summer's Off Podcast.